Welcome to Guardy Lou, the podcast where we where we tell you stuff you wish you never knew about fad diets and fad foods. Oh yeah, I looked up fad because I want to see exactly what the you know as far as diets go. And it's diets that promise a quick fix. Um, Isn't that every diet almost now? Pretty much. Uh, well, there are some good diets out there. I did come across a few that sounded like they were healthy and maybe you could maintain it for, you know, like a lifestyle change. Even like a fad diet? Some of the fads. No. Are, oh, okay. <laughs> Most of the fads are pretty not so good. No, I found some really horrible ones. And what surprised me is that They've been doing them for a long time, and they're still out there. I couldn't believe that either, like how far back diets, some of the diets went, like way back. And then it's just like, it makes me sad thinking about, because they're mostly targeted at women. Yes. You know, that we're all like starving ourselves all the time for some weird beauty standard. Yes. And I just like, I don't know, it kind of bothers me a little bit. Oh, um, I'm Lillian. Oh, I'm Joyce. (laughs) (laughs) Probably should introduce ourselves before we get too far into this. Um, Do you want to start off? Okay. I I found this site that kind of listed them as time went on. And one of the earlier ones was uh, recorded in 1820, the vinegar diet. 1820? That's what I'm talking about. Man, that's like... You think back then people would just be trying to survive. <laughs> yeah. Not trying to like be super skinny or whatever. Well, a lot of times in history being skinny was not popular. Right, or like not I mean healthy, healthy. or plus like you're on the verge of starvation, you want to make sure you're like you get all your calories, you know? Well, where is your food coming from? I don't know about anyone else, but that's one of my enjoyments Enjoyments in life is food. <laughs> right, like food's important. Oh, you know, before we get started, we should probably say, like, we are not doctors or dietitians by any means or anything. So, like, anything you hear today, um, you should definitely consult a doctor before going on any diets, especially any of the diets we're going to be talking about, because I don't think there's too many I'd be recommending for anybody. No. <laughs> Even if I was like a doctor or a dietitian, but we definitely aren't. So, And also, we are going to be talking about dieting. If that's like a trigger for somebody, you might want to skip this episode, because I know there's a lot of people out there who have... um issues with food or, um, you know, have had anorexia or something like that in the past. And, you know, I don't want to trigger anybody, you know, to have, have a, have a problem or whatever. Yeah. Whenever I, what? (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) I'm just, I kind of wanted to move my microphone because I keep turning away from it to look at you to talk. So I was like, I probably need to turn it. Was that the stop? talking signal well first I was like hold on but then you started talking and then you stopped and then I'm like well go ahead and finish your thought because <laughs> I'm looking at my notes here yes yeah, so I'm sorry like, anyway can we just pause for a second so I can sure, do my microphone sure. okay so now we have our microphones hopefully straightened out 
sort of. So. <laughs> and you were going to tell us about the vinegar oh, vinegar diet. diet. This was pop- popularized by Lord Byron, which they now th- think that he was anorexic or bulimic. And it sounds like it with this one here because drink plenty of vinegar and water throughout the day. And he had to have a cup of tea with a raw egg mixed in. Oh, gosh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> and the side effects was vomiting and diarrhea. Oh. So that's kind of like the... There's a lot of diets that have that side effect from what yeah. I've read. Which are these fad diets. To me means it's not good. Yeah, because he <laughs> wants to have diarrhea and vomiting. And, yeah. and then Horace Fletcher in 1903... Because he he got refused insurance, his insurance wouldn't pick him up or whatever, cover him. He because of his size, he he developed a diet where he would chew his food anywhere from thirty two to a hundred times, and then spit out what was left. Oh yeah, I have a lot of stuff about that guy. What was his name? Um, Horace Fletcher. Yeah, Fletcher. Do you want me his, to his, tell you a little more? Or you got some more. Just his motto was, nature will castigate those who don't masticate. Yeah, what was up with the masticating? Well, chewing it, which, that part, I mean, it is, it's better for you if you chew your food well, but he would chew it till it was all liquid and whatever was left. Yeah, and then, wasn't there, like, later, like, a chew your food a hundred times thing? I kind of remember that as a kid, like, that was a thing. yeah. Which is ridiculously long. Well, it started in 1903. Yeah, he yeah. he recommended 32, but then they took it. Other people took it to a to a hundred. Yeah, because he um he read an article by a British politician named Herbert Gladstone, and in the article, the politician said that because humans have 32 teeth, yeah, they should chew 32 times for each mouthful. Yeah, which I'm like, what kind of logic is that? I don't know. Like, funny, though. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of hard. And I imagine if you're chewing more than 32 times or 100 times or whatever, after a while, you just don't want to eat because you've got to count. You know, you're always chewing. You get tired. Yeah, because that's what happened. Um, Excuse me. He would, um, he started out with just, like, chewing it, you know, until it became a pulp. Yeah. And spitting it out, which I... That was probably really fun at dinner parties if, like, everyone's on that diet. Yeah, you have to have a bucket next to you. But then, like, the chewing got to be too much work, like, when you had to eat meat or something. So then they were like, well, let's just take the meat out. And so he stopped eating meat. And I guess some other people did, too. Um, And then he just kind of kept going. Like, he couldn't stop there. So then... He started only eating potatoes, cornbread, and beans. And occasionally, he'd add in some eggs, milk, and fish balls, which were also, like, mostly potatoes, the balls. Huh. Um, I guess because they didn't take so long to chew. And then he decided breakfast was unnatural. So he eliminated that and apparently eliminated lunch or dinner, too, because he started eating only one meal a day. So he's just like... (laughs) cutting more and more out because at first he was doing okay and like they said that he would do these contests like at fairs and stuff where you have to like hit the what is that thing where the hammer and you hit it and the bell rings and if anybody could beat him 
you know, he had this contest to see if anybody could beat him. And they usually couldn't because he was really strong and healthy and all this. And then he'd try to sell him on his diet, you know, plan. But then it just, he just kind of couldn't stop himself. So he cut out um, all two meals. So he's down to one meal a day of chewing. And it's just these few food items. And then he decided, heck, let's start fasting because he was getting hungry and he thought the hunger was caused by overeating at the last meal. So he's like, well, if I fast, I won't be hungry and then I won't over, you know, I won't eat as much. Um, And then, of course, he started spitting out all the solids, you know, we already knew that. So um, that's all the fiber. He had no fiber and he went, then he went to liquid soups and then he developed, of course, severe constipation. Yeah. And the constipation was so bad that it was like his, I guess his intestines were so blocked up, they were pushing up against his lungs so he couldn't breathe. Wow. And um, he started having trouble with that. And because his body was in starvation mode, he didn't have the nutrients and stuff to fight off germs and and stuff like that, you know. So he got sick, he got pneumonia, and then he died. And wow. they say he basically died of starvation because he couldn't. Huh? Yeah, malnutrition. Um, so there was a couple of things like he also said you could only drink liquid sip by sip, so no gulping. Like you couldn't gulp down liquids. Like he had all these weird rules for his diet. Yeah. And um, but the thing is too, like in recent times, you know, like I think it was like 2017 or something, they did some studies and they did find that you eat less if you chew your food slower and longer. So, and basically just eating more slowly, it gives your brain time to like get the signal from your stomach and then know like you're full. So if you eat fast, you just get consume much more calories because yeah. your brain doesn't know you're you've had enough. Well, that's that twenty minute thing they say. Yeah. it takes twenty minutes before you're full, but that's not the problem, really. Not really. No. Like I can eat slowly and eat a lot too. And still eat a lot or eat But more. I think like I think they're trying to figure out why are Americans, you know, gaining weight and stuff. But you know, and I could see too. Like we do. T- I mean, we tend to eat in our cars. You know, we're trying mm-hmm. to get from one place to the next and hurrying. So, you know, slowing down is probably not a bad idea. And it's probably better for your digestion to chew your food well. Yes. But a hundred times, like, or even 32, I don't know if that's, that seems like a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've never really tried to But I, count <laughs> I couldn't, like, I kept thinking, like, you know, a lot of times, one person goes on some diet and then they tell their friends so your friends are all on the diet or whatever and I was just like imagine like you go all out to eat and then you're just chewing and chewing and then spitting the food out like did they have little buckets like sitting around where they just spat into like I wonder how that all worked I don't know if anybody would want to go into a restaurant people are doing that because they i read that people would get together to fletcherize that's what they called it so they just sit around chewing their food until it because his plan was like if you chew it long enough it doesn't taste that good so you just spit it out you know 
<laughs> so like there you, you get go. tired of it yeah yeah so not a very disturbing. good diet that would to me that's a fad i don't know if people are still doing it i doubt it but it amazed... wouldn't be socially acceptable, I don't think. Looking at these diets, what amazed me was how many of them are still being practiced. I just couldn't believe it. They make, like, comebacks, too. Like, they go out of style, and then everyone's like, that's a horrible way to live, you know, or that's a bad diet. But then somebody, like, someone famous will try it or something, and then it gets a bunch of publicity, and then people start trying it again. Yeah. And they're they're yeah. so dangerous. Yeah, well, that leads me to this next one. In 1925, a cigarette diet. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I just want to scream, like, don't do it. Well, the ads were, were, you know, this was before they really knew cigarettes knew were bad. Were really bad for you, yeah. yeah. And they would, the ads would um, be around suppressing your appetite. You know, like um, Lucky Strike had one of their sayings was light a lucky, light a lucky and you'll never miss sweets that make you fat. Yeah. So like, oh, I feel like ice cream. So instead, I'll just go outside and smoke. Yeah. Which is like such an advertising ploy to get people to smoke more. Mm -hmm. Really. They're just like, we're going to make so much money off of you. And they did. Yeah, of course. And I mean, I had a friend that said that, you know, she had a cigarette after every meal and to her the meal wasn't over oh till she till had, she had a cigarette so she would eat more you know she didn't it was like that was the end of the meal and then if you quit smoking you yeah. so you don't know when to stop the eating. meals never stopped that's yeah. what she said but that's that's another thing of just training yourself out of that habit yeah it's a habit for sure but i'm sure it's not easy to stop doing i know i have trouble like I, like, joke around, but I have, like, a bad habit of when I go to bed, like, bringing a snack with me and I'm, like, in my bed watching a show or reading a book or something and having a snack at the end of the day. Like, once the kids are in bed and everything and I'm just, like, done, you know. Becomes a habit, though. Yeah, and then it's, like, I try to stop doing it, but my brain's, like, where's your snack? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you feel hungry then, even though you just ate dinner. Yeah, it's that's like, a problem I have, I know. Oh, and then, like, I tried to eat early because I thought, well, it would be better for me to eat early. But then I am hungry again later. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's why they have that snack. People do have an evening snack, but you have to pick something more healthy more than, healthy. like, potato chips or ice cream or something like that. Although... I don't even want to say that because, like, I'm no expert on what you should be eating when or <laughs> I'm no. just, like, thinking about myself. Like, how do I navigate this? But Well, some knows? of it's common sense, too. And, like, like, I don't think you should just never eat chips or ice cream either. Like, there's got to be, I've got to be able to have those things. I find, too, sometimes if I have it once in a while, you know, I have it. A little bit, it's not so bad as not, you know, you don't, I don't eat as much as the, the, if I don't have it and then I get it, I eat a lot of it. Yeah, like if you're depriving yourself and yeah. then it's like a binge of, you got to binge yes. eat it. Yeah, that happens too. I can do a lot but of binge eating. <laughs> there's this podcast called Maintenance Fees that I've listened to quite a bit of and they talk a lot about dieting and how bad it is and, you know, and body image and stuff. So like... 
I always want to recommend that too for people who want to learn more than we're offering here. Because she go they go over a lot of the different diets too, but a little bit more I think she's a little bit more knowledgeable. Um, yeah. About she's um, she's writing a book, I think. She might have already written it because I I'm often listen to listening to older podcasts because I start at the beginning, but yeah. Well, I found too for myself with um dieting experts and stuff you have to look at to see who's funding their yeah who's funding it or just like so many of the diets are celebrities that come up with them yeah and like they don't know anything really necessarily like they're just like this is what I did and it worked and I want to sell you this book I just wrote about it or my exercise tapes you know Jane Fonda workouts and stuff like that (laughs) well and I'm diabetic and a lot of the diet, the recipes for diabetics are all meat-based. Right. And, well, diabetes goes hand-in-hand hand with high blood pressure and... High cholesterol. High cholesterol, and that's what I'm struggling and with now. And then they're like, don't eat a lot of red meat yeah, or whatever, <laughs> right? Yeah, so you can't, you're not supposed to eat too many carbs, and you're not supposed to have, you know, I'm not supposed to have... Sugar, animal products animal, animal products. products so that leaves me with you know my choices low carb vegetables <laughs> yeah 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 some so, fruits yeah and and but they're all look at the recipes and most of them have you know beef which we're not supposed to eat too much of right it's, it's like heavy food. on the meat yeah because it's low carb but i recently found out that the uh meat industry or industry backs the diabetic diets a lot of the time yeah so they're the ones that are like providing the recipes yeah and these are on like medical sites too like official like diabetes web awareness website kind of things that's where you kind of have to listen to what your doctor says or you know use some common sense in there then even a lot of doctors don't know much about diets so that makes it hard too like you got to find somebody that really knows well, it's hard because when you're eating something like eggs, eggs were good for you, then they're bad for you because right. they're high cholesterol. So confusing. And they're good for you because, oh yeah, well, there's not that much. It's a different kind of cholesterol or whatever they say. And then, you know, and then they're bad for you again. So you don't, it, Right, you're just know. like, and then they're like, well, you can have them, but don't have too many. But what's too many? Yeah. Like for each person or. Yeah. The same thing kind of happened with red wine. Like, that was a big thing for a mm-hmm. while. Like, the wine's going to cure all these ailments or whatever. And then it's like, now the studies are saying any alcohol is really bad, bad for your body. So, like, you're not, any benefits you get are probably outweighed by the negative parts of drinking the alcohol. Well, with the red wine, too, it's like, they mean a little, little wine glass of red wine a day. Right, and then all the studies like, are done on men. Oh, yeah, and that's so, like, a little different. You don't too. even know, like, the way women metabolize alcohol is different. It's and then different. there's, like, a link between drinking excessive alcohol or I don't even know how much, honestly, and breast cancer. Like, you know, it's well, very complicated. Well, I noticed on the red wine it was... Because I, I tried to do... I couldn't do it. I just... I don't know if it was the alcohol or whatever. I just didn't like it. <laughs> Were you supposed to drink like a 
thimbleful a day or something. Almost, because <laughs> the wine glass was small, but when you put, it's like an ounce and a half or something, and that's a little shot glass size. Yeah, you know, you, not a giant wine, half, half a bottle day. wine glass. Yeah, yeah, some of those you could put a half a bottle. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it's only one glass a day. Yeah, just exactly. one giant glass. All right, I guess we went off tra- topic there. <laughs> Well, in the 1930s, they came out with a slimming soap. Um, some a of it was soap? called Fat Off or Fat Oh No. <laughs> I really wish that worked. <laughs> Lamar Reducing Soap. And it would have things in it like ginger, red pepper, aloe, green tea. And I guess it supposedly... Wash would, the fat away? Um, maybe stimulate your... Skin might give you nice skin, but I'm I don't. sure like the ingredients but, sound okay for soap. Maybe maybe not the pepper one. I don't know if I want that, that on would, my skin. I know that's what I was <laughs> talking thinking. about. Burning eyes. <laughs> yeah. Don't get this soap in your eyes. But you can still buy these these soaps, and they're still marketed as a weight loss soap. Yes. Yes. Yeah. See, that's bizarre to me. Yeah. How do they get away with it? I don't know. And this one, this one here, this this one is is the one that freaked me out the most is the tapeworm diet oh i forgot about that one yeah they always have that in like movies and stuff where they're like trying to swallow a tapeworm and they're going to be thin well you can get it they i saw a picture of these little capsules and they you know they full of little tapeworm eggs oh gosh so awful and you can still buy them get them on the internet seriously yeah. and do people like not know what happens when you have to get the tapeworm out like oh i don't know how you get it out because it said that they can grow up to 25 feet i've heard people say like they it felt like they were choking and it's because it's like trying to come up through their mouth trying to get away probably because it's big i mean 25 oh, feet it's big. like a monster where does it go when it comes out is it supposed to go to some other bigger beast well they can't escape your intestines says i don't know if it goes through the walls of your intestine oh and get into your heart and stuff and stuff yeah they say like people heartworms. can have um it can cause seizures oh meningitis dem- and dementia it's so depressing because you know it's like some teenage girl probably gonna try it i know she's probably already too thin as it is yeah oh it's so awful i'm gonna have to talk to my kids about that don't buy tapeworms on the internet <laughs> I don't think they would do that. I don't, don't either, but to. anyway. It's, I mean, <laughs> but still, like, I'm one of those parents that wants to warn them of all these weird things that can happen. Like, don't buy into this. It's all a lie. Well, this was in the 1950s that they started doing this. Oh, it says. gosh. And there was a, someone not too long ago, because there's, I didn't get to watch the videos because I saw it this morning, but where their doctor's saying, don't do this, don't do this. The yeah, woman please. had done it, and she finally oh. went to the doctors and told her what she'd done. But I didn't get to see what they do to get rid of it. I'm not sure. I mean, that should definitely be a public service announcement. Yeah. Like, don't, don't do this. Don't do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the 1960s, the popular one was the Sleeping Beauty Diet. Oh, I wrote that one down, too. It was so disturbing to me. Yeah, where you'd take some kind of sedatives and sleep. And I so think not that's when that's kind of making a comeback. And they do it for days, sleep for days. They said Elvis Presley was... Uh, he tried he, it. He would do it, yeah. Yeah, they call it narco... 
Rexia. Narcorexia. So you're like sleep. You don't eat because you're sleeping. Yeah. Which is like. Which is say, you know, people, you know, you need a certain amount of sleep, but then that's too much and it's not. Yeah, good up to for your 20 system. hours they would sleep, I read. Well, it said for days they could do it, keep oh. it going. And you're like your whole life is just going by and you're going to sleep through it so you can be thin, thin for the parts you're awake. Yeah. Plus, you know, when you wake up, you're just going to eat. Like a, a whole lot. Bunch. Yeah, I would think. Starving. Ugh. Nightmare. Did you have any war on no, that? No, just kind of a blurb because I thought, what in the world? Then in the 1970s, um, this Robert Lynn, who was an MD, his diet, diet was called the Prolin or Last Chance Diet. And he would eat nothing except his miracle liquid that he called prolin but it was made up of ground animal hooves uh, hides tendons bones and other slaughterhouse byproducts so it's like a hot dog and jello mixed together <laughs> something in, it said it was about 400 calories in this mixture yeah but there was no nutrients in it oh uh, and they said it over 48 people's people had heart attacks from this or 58 over 58 people had recorded heart attacks oh as a gosh. result of this diet. Um, people don't realize that your 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 organs need yeah all the uh, food. Right, right. You know, and they, they think they have well, to it's... run. They're like machines. They need their energy source. Yeah, they got heart damage there. Okay, <laughs> this one was another one that I thought was really out there. It's a, a Breatharian diet. Breatharian. Sounds yeah. so fancy. <laughs> this was popular. It said in the 1980s up until 2000s. Uh, we're only breathing air alone. Oh, boy. It gives the purest sense of oh, harmony boy. with the world. Wow. I don't even know what to say. I'm just sort of like, are you kidding me? And they said there was an um, a Australian woman who... Wanted to prove that it worked, and she was going to go on sixty minutes and and show talk about it and yeah. say that it worked, but she got it got called off right before she was supposed to go on. They said her people her speech slowed and her pupils dilated because she had severe dehydration. Oh they my don't gosh! Drink, they don't eat. They just breathe. They just breathe. And then there was one one that said some man claimed that he was on this diet for seventy years. Oh come on! He's like, it's like eating in the closet or something. Something, yeah, <laughs> something. And but it's kind of sad too because a lot of these kind of are like carnival barker. Oh yeah, people like they're just trying to sell something. They're praying on on someone's weakness. Are they like? I wonder if they're like selling canned air. <laughs> oh, I probably did. Uh, wow, you know. But that went on from 1980 to the 2000s? Yeah. And there are probably still people that are pushing it. But, you know, I saw a, 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 a little advertisement for some canned water that is is made to look like, they say they put it in a can and it, it's just water, but they put it in a can so that it looks kind of like um, those energy drinks and oh, things yeah, like that yeah. to trick people into drinking water instead of, the energy energy drinks. drinks. Yeah. I bet it works. Probably. <clears throat> and it's just water. 
Wow. Then there's a vision diet. That started in 2000. Um, they say that red and yellow stimulates the appetite. That's why McDonald's. I used to, I don't know if they still do. I've been so long since I've been in a McDonald's. Yeah, they've kind of changed into like a more brown looking, like dark brown, gray looking colors. But used to be red and yellow. I mean, you have the yellow arch, you have red seats, red tables, things like that. Well, that's back when, probably when they started all that color theory stuff too. Like prisons were painted some color green maybe or something because it kept people calm and restful colors mental institutions you know now we just call them like institutionalized (laughs) colors i guess because they did a lot of that well a japanese company created diet glasses with blue lenses to make food look unappetizing would make all the food look a weird color so people wouldn't want to eat it i think i would just get used to that like, yeah. oh, there's my spaghetti, but it's blue. It's still yeah, spaghetti. Like, purple like, looking. <laughs> yeah, but you would know it wasn't really purple or like whatever. Then there's ear stapling, which that oh, came out no. in, right around the 2000s. And they said this is kind of, this might work or, you know, they're not too sure. Because it's based, based on um, auricular acupuncture. Oh, okay. You know, they, if the staple goes in the cartilage of your inner ear, and they would work for like six weeks to three months, and then your body would get used to it and go back to... It would just get over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 that, I would think, would really hurt, because it's like on this part, I saw a picture of it. They had There's a little people ring. that get, you know, piercings in there and stuff, yeah. so I guess it would be the same idea, yeah. and then it would probably just heal up. But I don't know. I, I I couldn't do that either. Like you're, is it because you're in pain? So then you don't want to eat. <laughs> like how does this? How well, it's wonder? just like um. Oh, like if you scratch your palm point. here, it does something over here. Yeah, it's yeah. on that theory. I mean, that's supposed to work. Yeah. Acupuncture and stuff. I don't know. But this said for you know six weeks to three months. It's like I don't know. Maybe if you change your. Your eating habits yeah, and that time you get used to it. Or... Yeah, you'd have to change your habits and stuff. And then there's the cotton ball diet. I'm afraid. Where you eat dry cotton or cotton soaked in gelatin. You eat the cotton ball. You eat the cotton ball and it fills up. Oh, no. fills you up so you're not hungry. That can't be great. It's, it's high in fiber, but it's not the kind of fiber that we need. You can't probably don't digest it. No, I like, said so people would get the blockages in their intestines. Yeah, because you're go. probably eating quite a few of them because you're hungry. Yeah. Well, I don't oh. can't even imagine. And some people would choke on them because they're dry. You can't swallow this it. This is why, like, ER doctors are like, we've seen it all. Yes. But that one is another one that's horrible. Um, Some of these like seem so obviously bad that people would just say no. Well, common sense. Yeah. You wouldn't do it. I guess you're in a desperate state of mind if you're trying some of these. Like you really want to lose weight or whatever. Well, I know like during the Great Depression, they would mix different 
things in the food to make yeah, it yeah that's stretch. true wood pulp you know sawdust there's people who like eat clay sometimes they don't have food plaster in there or yeah something they could mix in the food to make it go further because i guess it doesn't kill you it just might not though right away. <laughs> not might right though. away maybe yeah but over the course of time so but I sad guess if you're starving you you yeah, know, you're your gonna kids do are things. starving. You do something. Yeah, you try stuff. Yeah, it's horrible. I'm, I guess we're just lucky we haven't ever been in that situation. No. Yeah. So far, knock on wood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. There's a milk diet that fitness guru, guru which is with parentheses. <laughs> Every time I hear the word guru, I just picture parentheses like automatically <laughs> so his name was bernard mcfadden he said that you get to go through um a period of fasting and then you could eat raw foods and then all milk for Ugh. every 25 pounds of weight you'd have one quart of milk that's a lot of milk well yeah. for me you I couldn't do it. Look at my weight, but I don't yeah. like milk. That's just too much milk. Yeah. And then there's a Fruitlands diet. That was a, a commune in uh, Massachusetts that was in um, 1843 to 1844. They said they would start each day with a cold shower and a fruit plate with a glass of water, and it would purge. Um, <laughs> it's intended to purge humans from animalistic qualities. Oh, so it's supposed to make you a better human or yeah. less animalish. And they banned slave-produced goods, which that's a good thing. I mean, a plate of fruit and a glass of water doesn't sound too bad for breakfast. And animal products, they didn't eat animal products. So they wouldn't even use manure for fertilizer on their So they're like crops. vegan. Yeah. yeah, but they also avoided root vegetables because of the animal f fertilizer or something. Oh, I don't know why. the dirt. Like beets, carrots, and potatoes. So I'm not sure exactly what they ate. Then I have the vampire diet, which I was going to talk about when we talked about vampires. But oh, I, yeah. I missed it. You've been bringing that up. Like, <laughs> I'm going to talk about this vampire diet. Yeah. Well, it's finally. Not, I don't have a lot to talk about, but it was yeah. eating, they would eat red. Just red things. Only red foods are allowed. Yeah, like a lot of berries. Um, Does it have to be naturally red? Or like could they eat red velvet cake because it's got red dye? I wonder. Maybe. Hmm. But that would be like cheating. Kind of because you could dye anything, anything red. Yeah. But it was mostly berry based, which, you know, the fruits are good, but you're not getting enough of a variety. Yeah, you always need variety. Like any of the diets that are just like only eat this one thing usually aren't too good. No. And then there's a werewolf diet, which is for every, during the full moon, the day of, you know, when the moon is full, or some of them do it when there's a new moon. Okay. And that's a 24-hour fasting with only water and juice. So that's kind of like a spiritual practice more than a diet it could be i guess yeah because there's a lot of people that fast for different reasons and then there's a tiktok weight loss drink a that, drink yeah that you tiktok put... drink <laughs> i can just hear jim tiktok uh. you put lemon <laughs> juice into your morning coffee 
Ooh, I don't know. That yeah. doesn't sound good. People said they didn't like that diet because it just doesn't taste very good. No, and that that's all you do? <laughs> yeah, that's all you do. It's a weight loss drink. Those lemon juice things are, there's a lot of lemon juice involved in dieting, seems like. And some of them aren't bad. Like, there's a, a Japanese breakfast diet where you have a banana and a glass of water for breakfast. And then you stop eating four hours before you go to bed. Yeah, that doesn't sound too bad. No, because you eat what you know regularly. Yeah, you're supposed to like not eat too close to when you go to bed too. I think like from different things I've read, it's better for your body. And then there's an ice diet. Oh, I remember that. Like if you eat ice, it like burns more calories because your body has to warm it up or some nonsense yeah and you're chewing the ice but it's very i don't think it really does anything well i ride my bike for five miles and i only burn 90 calories (laughs) yeah right so like how much cal how many calories are you burning chewing Chewing ice ice. yeah probably better off doing the fletchitarian Whatever it was, fletchitizing, whatever, fletching, eating, chewing your shoes, chewing your meat for 20 minutes. (laughs) And there's a prayer diet where you pray to not eat, overeat too much. Yeah, there was a guy in 1957 named Reverend Charles Head who published a book called Pray Your Weight Away. Yeah. So it must be the same idea. I could see it also being kind of, it's like a brainwashing your affirmations they call it yeah brainwashing brainwashing yourself (laughs) i'm gonna brainwash myself with these affirmations yeah or like you know people say let go and let god or like i guess you're just like saying you take over i'll just sit here and not eat you know you deal with that part of it (laughs) yeah and then dessert with breakfast diet I could get behind that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, except I can't eat desserts too much now. <laughs> you know, like, I, I remember reading that like a while ago, probably in my 20s or something, that it's better to eat your breakfast or your dessert early so your body can burn it off during the day. And that yeah. kind of makes sense. Yeah, but that makes sense. A lot of breakfast foods are like dessert already, though. Yes. You get the sugary cereals, muffins, which is really just cupcakes without frosting, basically, you know, and like... I don't know, French toast, waffles, all that stuff. It's really kind of like a dessert. And then some man invented the Twinkie diet. Oh. Where he ate some kind of junk food, like Twinkies or cupcakes or something, every three hours. But he only ate 1,800 calories a day. Yeah. And he lost 27 pounds in 10 weeks. So, like, that's the thing, too. Like, if you cut your calories, yeah. you'll lose weight. That's that's why they said he lost the weight because yeah. he went down. It wasn't big, but he didn't get the nutrients either. That's the thing. You're not getting, like, what you really need. And then another person invented the beer and sausage diet where they had beer and sausage for every meal. And they lost uh, 20 pounds in 30 days because it was a 1500 calorie yeah diet. so you don't so they lost weight but a diet like that here is the alcohol it's not good for you and the fat and the sausage that's yeah, it not can't good be for good you. for your intestines so your heart and your heart is bad we we knew someone that would go on these diets he was pretty big and he'd go on he would only eat watermelon or something 
and he'd lose a ton of weight and be like real thin, but then it would just come right back on because you got to go back to eating normally. You can't sustain it. But I thought like just eating watermelon would be really rough on your body. I would think. Yeah, I would. Any eating just one thing of anything. Yeah, anything. Um, a little. This was just a little thing I saw, and there was like bulimics. They're the ones that vomit, right? Yeah. Well, it says if you, even if you vomit right after your your a large meal, you're only eliminating less than half of your calories that you've eaten. Oh. Um, and laxatives, you only lose ten percent of your calories. So is it worth going through yeah, all that? Yeah. So it's not yeah. really doing that much because your body soon they say as soon as you start chewing. It's digesting. It's digesting, and, and your body's starting to absorb it. So, right. So that kind of gets that chewing diet, too. Yeah. They're still getting calories there. And then I had a few that I did that, that looked like they were actually decent diets. Um, there's one where it said that, that, that window, like when you... I've heard of some where they only eat in in a six hour. Oh time yeah, frame. right. The, what is that called? I know a lot of people doing it, or they don't eat for a whole. They there's only they don't eat this day when they eat that day. Like they take the whole day off from eating, or they only eat between like intermittent fasting. Yeah, that's what it's called. But this one, it said this one isn't really the fasting. It's it's eating your first meal one hour after you wake up. Okay. And then five hours later, you'd, you know, you'd have your lunch, but, and then you like eat it, and then you'd have your dinner, you know, whatever, but you only get in a 10 hour frame. Like, and it says it works best if you eat your breakfast in the morning between eight or nine, and then have your last thing you eat between six or seven. Yeah. So you just, and that, and that's kind of part of the intermittent fasting too, because there's like. Some people only eat within a six-hour block. Some yeah. eat, you know, it depends. And then supposedly you can eat anything you want in that time period. And it, yeah, and still your body weight. metabolizes it better. Yeah. And I don't know if it, I've, I've looked into that a lot. And I just, there's so many doctors that say it works and so many that say it's not a great idea. So I have no idea on that one. Like I think the 10-hour one probably Works. Yeah, like if you eat fairly soon to when you wake up, then your body's getting what it needs fuel, to fuel, yeah. and then you're not sleeping with a full stomach, and your yeah. body's all sluggish trying to digest it and everything. Yeah. Probably sleep better, all that. Because I thought that that one sounded pretty good, and then there's a couple of diets, but I didn't look them all up. Of course, we know the Mediterranean diet. Is yeah, very that health- one's always healthy. like touted as a good source because it's. The people who are on it live until they're 100 and something, (laughs) you know. Yeah. And they seem healthy. But then, you know, there's always other factors in there. Like, I think they do a lot more walking than we do here, you know, moving around. Well, that's a big thing. Yeah, the exercise is really important. I think it's just being, eating healthy. Yeah, healthy foods. Instead of, I mean, eat, eat as much as you want, but eat more fruits and vegetables and complex carbs and less yeah processed food and you know less meat we know animal products aren't good because that flex flexitarian diet was sound good because it's it's vegetable based and you do eat 
you know, you can eat meat, but it says, right. we'll do it on one, you know, one or two days a week. You have so I guess meat. that's what we are without really having a label. We, cause yeah. we don't eat meat every day. Yeah. But it's not supposed to eat all that other stuff. Either. Well, it's like <laughs> potato, potato chips, chips and yeah, <laughs> cookies and all that that we eat. But yeah. Yeah. And then the dash one, that's supposed to be good for high blood pressure. Yeah, that's right. less salt, I right? I think I've looked that one up. Most of them are just like eat a lot of fruits, fruits and, vegetables. and vegetables and complex carbs, carbs and yeah. cut down on the meat or eat lean meats like fish and chicken and fish and chicken. Mostly. And then too, like maybe. when you start looking at like the actual serving sizes, they're way smaller than you think they are. <laughs> well, that's. That's part of the problem here is we eat yeah like a servings. whole plate of steak instead of like a small piece or whatever yeah. and that's kind of hard but yeah especially eating out like when you order something it's like just put half of it away I guess for later like it's, it's way more food yeah. than you need at that time but yeah the um I remember I saw that one at Supersize Diet. Oh, yeah, we're in the documentary. Yeah, and he ate nothing but McDonald's food. And when he started off, he really didn't even care for McDonald's food, but he was craving it before the end. Yeah, it gets addicting, I guess. All the sugar and salt and fat. Yeah. All the stuff we love. (laughs) Yeah, he said that they would, if if they asked him if he wanted it supersized, he had to take it. Right. That was one of his things, challenges. But they also said by the end of the experiment, his cholesterol was in his blood pressure. Everything was uh, was way up. So it's that's a common sense, too. I mean, you don't have to cut out McDonald's. You just don't go to McDonald's every day. Yeah, you don't want to eat every meal at McDonald's. Every meal. And, and, and it's like that with everything. If you want a piece of candy, eat a piece of candy. Don't eat a whole bag. But even like healthy things, like I've eaten way too much fiber and not felt good or yeah, like way too much broccoli or something and then you're all ga- gassy, gassy and your stomach hurts. Yeah. Like there's things that I guess the moderation is what's key. It, yeah, I think so. But I'm not like an expert because I... I'm a little overweight, so, and I'm like, and I don't always eat perfectly. I keep trying, but, or health, more healthy, trying to eat, like, instead of cutting stuff out, adding in more vegetables or, you or know. make, the only way to really stay on a diet is, I think, is small changes that yeah. in the long run, like, you know, instead of having, uh, or the candy, you know, I had to cut out candy, but stuff like butter instead of putting you know a, a, five tablespoons <laughs> yeah eating a whole lot of and butter a piece of toast yeah just put them put a little put a, a normal serving yeah <laughs> or a healthy serving that's my problem yeah um, but, but i think that's what we all struggle with you know or instead of getting the donut eat the apple you know? yeah i did that yesterday because i was craving something sweet and i'm like i'm just gonna have an apple and then I, and it worked i didn't because it's really tough with all the halloween candy still hanging around <laughs> well, still they just got yeah. them all so yeah. it's gonna be hanging around for a while yeah but, so do you have any other different diets that were kind of yeah unusual? i got a couple um so the aids diet which was an appetite suppressant candy that was big in the 70s and 80s. Oh, I remember that. You remember yeah. those? There was an ad. Um, I saved it on my phone to show you because I thought it was like kind of like cool and funny. Um, but yeah, like so it was just like a candy 
that you would eat, and it was supposed to suppress your hunger. Yeah, I remember eating some of that. You were supposed to eat it with a warm drink, like a hot cup of coffee or tea. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, they had different flavors. They had chocolate, chocolate mint, butterscotch, caramel flavor, and eventually they had a peanut butter one. And um, it was originally called AIDS reducing plant vitamin and mineral candy. Um, and the active ingredient at first was benzocaine, which I looked up because I'm like, what does that do, right? Because it was supposed to make your sense of taste, change your sense of taste, so like you wouldn't think things tasted as good. But it's basically like the ingredient in Orogel, so like a topical huh. pain reliever. You ingested it. Yeah, but I guess like because it was on your tongue, like when you went to eat something else, it would taste odd. Yeah, because I think you did eat it before your meals. I didn't oh. do it for very. I've never done any kind of diet for very long. And um, then they changed that ingredient to phenylpropionylamine. <laughs> you know, I can't say it, but phenyl phenylpropionyl If I heard it, I would say could say it right, but um. And that was something that was taken off the market later because it could cause people to have strokes. Wow. So it's one of those, probably like phenobarbital. Wasn't that like a big thing? Yes. Um, But anyway, before that could happen, really, the AIDS candy kind of took a nosedive because in the early 80s there, we had the AIDS epidemic, and it had the same name. Yeah. And so people kind of just stopped buying it. And uh, they, I guess some people wanted them to change the name, like the company wanted to change the name, but some one of the higher-ups was like, we were here first, they can change the name of the disease. But I'm like, well, that didn't work out for you too well. But there's like an ad, and it's got this woman, um, what was her name? She's an actress like uh, something, oh, Hedy Lamar. So she's all beautiful, and she's like, want to lose weight? Listen to Hedy Lamar. And then they have these, like, little pictures of her, like, I don't know what she's doing in the first one, maybe playing on a, something on a record player or something, and then she's walking her dog, and then she's, like, laying on a couch or something with a bunch of blankets. And it's like, no drugs, no diet, not a moment of hunger. And there's, like, a box of candy, and it says, slim the way the stars slim. And I can't really, like, read the writing on it, but I just, I can just see that, like, in a newspaper or a magazine or something. Or I can picture it, I guess. So, kind of interesting. Well, they do, people do like to do things the stars do. Well, and you're like, I like this person, I trust them, you know, and it worked for them. She's like real thin. I know. Yeah, so kind of interesting. Well, they don't always tell you that they're getting paid to say this stuff. They might not even, she might not have been even eating it. Yes. And apparently they they were pretty good about getting like celebrities to endorse it you know Mm -hmm. it was one of those kind of like slim fast yeah remember those diet drinks yeah those were like a big thing in the 80s um the the next diet i looked at was the cookie diet which was developed in 1975 by a former 
bariatric physician named Dr. Sanford Seagal, and he makes the cookies, so you have to buy them, but they weren't too expensive, I don't think, and you eat nine cookies in a day, so you have like, I forgot what it was, but it's like a cookie for a couple of cookies for breakfast, and there's like a snack cookie, and then you have some cookies for lunch, and then there's like another snack cookie, and then um, I think before you go to bed, you have the last cookie that equals nine cookies all together. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then for dinner, you eat a meat and a vegetable. And that's it. And this one is still going on, apparently. Like you can still go to the website and buy the cookies. And it's been going on for 40 years. And they claim that you'll lose 11 to 17 pounds in a month. Well, a lot of those, they say, you know, you'll lose weight. And then they'll say, and the best recommended that you you follow this other diet, which is what makes you lose the weight. Because right. you're eating less. You're just eating less. Yes. Or like, I love when they're like, you could lose between zero and 50 pounds. And you're yeah. like, so some people are losing zero pounds, right? <laughs> <Yes>. Like. <laughs> So each cookie provides 52.5 to 60 calories, and then your dinner is supposed to be between five and 700 calories. So you're really only eating 1,000 to 1,200 calories and a day. And you're losing so weight. So that's why you're losing weight. Because yeah. 1,200 is like supposedly the bare minimum, minimum calories that your body needs to just function, yes. like without doing anything but just fun- like staying alive. Yeah, that's where a lot of these are so dangerous. Right, and I think that's probably even just for women. For men, it's probably higher. It's higher, yeah. yeah. So, like, I don't know. It just, it's not sustainable in any way. Like, as soon as you get off that, you're just going to be yeah, eating you're not normally. Yeah, life change. No, just unless you plan. Diet. Like, I was reading this book. Uh, let me see what the name was. I can't remember. But he was just like, if you... um basically like whatever diet you go on you have to decide that you're going to eat that way for the rest of your life if you want to keep the weight off yes oh the diet fix by uh yoni friedhoff it's a pretty good book i haven't finished it yet but like it's pretty it seems pretty sensible like but he's just like also kind of just human about it like what's wrong with being a little chubby too like if that's if you're happy and everything's good and you're pretty healthy like it's to just be content healthy. yeah be content with like we're not all made to be like skinny runway models or whatever no. <clears throat> but also too like he says like whatever diet you choose you have to stay on that diet or because as soon as you stop eating these cookies and go back to regular food you're going to eat you know, way more calories and the weight's just going to come back. So it's just like yo-yo, the yo-yo yes. dieting, which is not healthy. No. Um, and then the next one I did was the master cleanse or the lemonade diet. And this one, I think, has its roots in the, um, the cayenne cocktail. So in the 1940s, there was this thing called the cayenne cocktail, which was uh, you're supposed to do it for 10 to 45 days. And you only drink a cocktail of lemon juice, maple syrup, water, and cayenne pepper. And that's all you eat or drink. Yes. For how many days? 45? 10 to 45. I guess depends on how much you want to lose, which is horrible. And I read that Beyonce brought this back 
in 2006, like she did it in 2006 because she was trying to slim down for her role in Dreamgirls. Uh-huh. And then it like started a resurgence of that diet where like women were trying it again. But the master cleanse kind of takes that and adds some laxatives to it. <laughs> How does it... I don't know that you take laxatives with that when you're just drinking a liquid that has nothing. It's because like kind of like that other guy, that Fletcher guy, people get constipated on it. So then they give them like the laxative because they don't get any fiber, you know? Yeah. Um, but it it's not good. No. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it's two tablespoons of fresh squeezed lemon juice, two tablespoons of pure maple syrup, a tenth of a teaspoon of cayenne pepper, and then eight to 12 ounces of purified or spring water. And you're supposed to just drink that whenever you're hungry. And that's it. Must irritate your stomach. And you can also drink a quart of warm salt water each morning or an herbal laxative teas. Yeah, so that you don't get constipated basically or help, I guess to help you not yeah, but how do you get constipated when you're not eating any food <laughs> I guess like your body still has to get rid of some of the waste and stuff I don't know but that's what like that happened to the Fletcher guy too because he wasn't getting any fiber oh, it's just so weird yeah um so it's high in sugar and lacks food or any important nutrients and this one website i was looking at kind of rates these diets and they gave it a 0.67 stars out of five (laughs) so it's like really bad yeah like it almost has no benefits slightly over half a star yeah and um it can cause bad breath headaches dizziness fatigue irritability muscle weakness cramps hair loss um, poor cold tolerance and nausea, and then some people develop constipation and gallstones. I don't know how they could stay on a diet like that for very long. It'd be so miserable. <laughs> I remember, like on the office, I think Kelly Kapur goes on that diet, or one, or either that or the cocktail one, because that's all she drinks, and she's just like, she has like no energy. She has like dark circles in her eyes, you know. And then like I think it was Dwight is like telling her you're beautiful the way you are blah 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 you know and then she decides to give it up and eats a cupcake <laughs> oh and i think that's all i have really because you went over like the couple other ones i had which was like the the um sleeping beauty diet there was a ton of diets like i have pages and pages of diets that i thought i could look up and then I was just like there's too many yeah well it's probably anything you can think of somebody has thought of and like we didn't even really touch Mm -hmm. on just the foods like remember like the big kale thing like fat it could cure like everything cancer coughs like people were baking the kale leaves or putting it in a smoothie I mean it was just like everything was kale I don't understand I I could never get the 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 kale chips when they just you know they roast it in the oven it's like a dried out leaf how does that i would think it would just crumble and it would be like the dried seaweed i guess it's kind of like crunchy but not too substantial (laughs) uh 
Yeah, you know? I guess. But it smelled, I think I tried to do it once and it smelled horrible when we were doing it. Like the whole house. Like it smells like giant farts. <laughs> Actually, kale, I found that I like kale best in a salad. Yeah, that's how I like it. It's anything. And or I even it a in smoothie a smoothie. Or good. a smoothie. Yeah, I don't mind yeah. it in a smoothie. It's got like a green taste. Yeah, it's not bad, but. Yeah. I've cooked it, and I don't. I think you have to, got to cook it a long time or something. I can never get it to where it's a good. It's not too crunchy, like yeah, chewy or chewy something. Or, yeah, yeah. I like it. I've made it in soup in the crock pot with you know. It's just yeah, part of the soup. Yeah, yeah, and it's fine. Um, there was like, there's all the different milks now too, like coconut milk and coconut oil was huge. Like people were doing all kinds of weird stuff with the coconut like you don't yes. have to brush your teeth anymore you can just do coconut, coconut. pulling you <laughs> swish the coconut around in your mouth for hours and and then celery juice was like a big one everybody was juicing celery like you had to drink it first thing in the morning and it would cure like all these ailments that you might have that's on the list of things you can eat as much of you as you want of Oh, celery? Yeah, there's some that it doesn't affect. There's not enough calories. Like celery, I think strawberries was in there. Yeah. Um, apples. There's a few others that you could eat as many as you want. It's not going to change your diet, add any enough calories to yeah, make a to difference. Yeah, really... So those are the things that we should be doing is instead of eating potato chips, eat the celery. And I try to do things like that, but then I want to eat it with dip. I know, it's that dip that <laughs> always gets peanut butter you. on my apple. <laughs> the celery juice one was weird because I remember, like, I, because I have rosacea and I was having a flare-up and I was at, I think, Walmart or somewhere and I was looking at the different, you know, skin lotions or whatever and um, this lady that worked there was like, oh, can I help you, you know, find something? And I just said, oh, I just, you know, I need something for my rosacea. And then she was like... Gave me this like long spiel about eating the cel- drinking the celery juice, and it would cure my rosacea and all that. And I was like, oh, like I was kind of taken aback by it. But then I did go buy celery <laughs> to try it. To try it, but like it was way too much work to be making celery juice every morning. And she's like, you have to drink it before you drink or eat anything else. Like you have to do it first, or it doesn't work, which doesn't really make any sense now that I think about it. But it's like you're in this vulnerable situation, and I didn't buy any, I mean, I saved money. I didn't buy, the celery was cheap. I didn't buy the skin cre- any skin creams or whatever, but it's just kind of a weird, I think it's, I guess it's weird for me because I'm like, why did I just believe this, like, woman that works at Walmart that's like, you know, like, she just knew so much about it, though. Like, she was just going on and on about all the benefits and how it works and all this, and I'm like, wow, like, maybe it really does work. And it seemed believable because she's just a regular person. Like, she wasn't going to make any money off of me or anything. It it worked, the juicing it, is there more celery in that than just eating some celery? I don't know. That's the thing I don't get about juicing. Like, why isn't it? Why is it better to just drink the juice of a vegetable than to eat the entire vegetable? Like, wouldn't you get the same thing? It's, it's not better. I don't think. I think it's probably less better because you don't get the fiber. Like when you eat a fruit or a vegetable, yeah. you get the fiber, but the juice is just like I know fruit juice isn't great for you. No. Like to just drink, it's like soda. It's full of sugar and. It's if you put it in a juicer, like if you put it in a smoothie, you're getting all of it. 
Yeah, that's what I'm like. Why isn't it? Wouldn't it be better to just eat celery in the morning? Yeah. But they're like, no, it has to be the juice. But if it's the juice, I guess if you use a whole thing of celery to make your juice. And it takes enough. a whole thing to get like enough of it. That's what yeah. I discovered because I thought, well, I'll buy this thing of celery. It'll last me all week, right? But no, like a whole thing of celery. And to then get... I was like, I'm not going to go to the store every day to get more celery. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, yeah, it's just kind of a weird. It's weird how susceptible we are to the to these things like it's so you because you want, want it and it's easy like if i just eat the celery every juice every morning my rosacea will go away yeah. but it's just not that simple no because it something like that like rosacea can be triggered by something that other thing you're eating or by stress or by yeah you know. or combination you might have yeah. to address all those things yeah. yeah. And then some people, it's like mites on their skin that get like overpopulated, which I don't know if that has anything to do with stress. It might just happen like environmentally, you know? Yeah. But, and then like the other thing I was thinking about too is like when I was in high school, everything was fat free. Like yes. you would eat like everything but fat. So like you'd go to the grocery store and everything would have a fat free little yeah. thing on it even if it never had a fat to begin with like yes. an apple would have a sticker it says fat free right yeah i remember that and now it's like gluten free is that way like yeah gluten free milk this big. milk is gluten free i'm like well of course it is it's not it's milk like why would it have yeah. gluten but you know they have <coughs> they have that but you know like some people really do have a gluten allergy so it's kind of nice for them i guess that these things are labeled better Yes. But it's more because they think, like, people will buy it because it doesn't have gluten in it. When it's, like, so you're like, oh, if I buy this candy, it's gluten-free. I'm going to eat that. And I'll be And I'll be healthy. healthy. Yeah. Well, a lot of people aren't even, they don't even have any any problems with it. But they think they do. Yeah, they don't know for sure. And then um, I, I worked in the grocery store and I had a customer in. She had a allergy to corn. Oh, yeah. But there's corn in everything. Yeah, and everything you would not even imagine like that would have corn. Yeah, she said she said it was really hard to find foods to eat other than just plain cuz they use food. like cornstarch to dust stuff so it doesn't between stick together. Yeah, between paper that. plates, you can't use a paper plate. Yeah, she couldn't. She You'd have said, to wash it. And, and we don't know that stuff. We don't know that. Well, because we don't have the allergy. We don't have the allergy. Yeah. You know, but it makes you wonder about other foods, too. Can you imagine how difficult that must have been for her? Like, to yeah. get go to the grocery store and get stuff to eat? Like, talk about being limited. Well, like, all your, like, sausages and stuff. Like, she'd have to read every single thing in there because... It doesn't just, just say just a corn. Bit. Yeah, it might be just a little bit in there, but it's it's, and it's like sometimes it's broken down into a chemical and they just yeah. have the chemical name and you have to know that that also means corn. Yeah. Yes. That's tough. So, I don't know. There's a bunch of other diets though that I saw like the baby food diet. I saw that one too. That was a lot of baby food. Blah, blah stuff. <laughs> we were at the grocery store the other day and Junie saw this like 
they put like applesauce in those pouches now, but it was baby food. And then she was like, Ooh, I want that. And then she's like, it's for babies. And she didn't want it anymore. And I'm like, it's just applesauce either way. But well, I know some people that, you know, they, there were a few baby foods that they'd give their kids and they'd get a spoon and the baby get a spoon. I never liked blueberry any of it buckle. that much. I think oh, it was, is that, that the that good was one? the big one. Yeah, blueberry buckle. So it Just, must have had some flavor in it. It must be like weird, like you're at work and then you're at lunch with your coworkers and they just pull out their baby, baby food, food jars. Oh. <laughs> Judy would be outraged. You're not a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, I was going to talk about the Subway diet a little bit. Remember when oh, that was yeah. big? Yeah. Forget just that guy's eat a, name. I don't remember either. He ended up being a pedophile or something. So something happened yeah, there. Something yeah, something bad. But you just eat a Subway sandwich every day for every meal or something like that. Well, every meal, I don't know if I could do that, but I could eat one every day. Yeah, one a day <laughs> would be fine. It makes sense. Like a sandwich is kind of a perfect meal. It's got vegetables, carbs, meat, depending on how you distribute it, I guess. But yeah, if they had like a whole wheat roll bread instead of because they have wheat but notice yeah, you too don't that know if it's really whole wheat it's wheat but i'm so like is this just bread. dyed brown white bread that's dyed brown yeah, <laughs> that's what it looks it like yeah like that. but then you i mean you'd have all your vegetables you could use olive oil that's good for you you know and if you used all the vegetables didn't have too much cheese cheese yeah the cheese and the meat would be the yeah not too good but even the meat lunch meat though they're Lunch meat is supposed to be bad for us too now. Yeah, that's true for your colon or something. Yeah, colon it's cancer. Got a lot of chemicals in it. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. I don't have too many others. I mean, there was a bunch. Like, I remember the paleo diet was big. You only eat stuff that's like cavemen would eat, so you can't eat any grains. And I heard something about that too. It says it depends on where you came from too. Oh, so if you're a caveman, ancestors were over here. You can eat this. This kind of food. Yeah. 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 That's very particular. And then if you're someone that's got like a pretty diverse genetic history or whatever, I don't know what you call it, ancestral history, yeah. like then what? <laughs> you yeah. get you get to eat it all. <laughs> but it's all raw too. It's whatever was oh, in, yeah. that meant no grains because they didn't do grains. You know. Then the, there was the raw food diet. That was a big one where you yeah. could only eat raw food. Raw Forgot food. about that. I had a friend that went on that for a while and like, the first time she was like, oh, it's so great, blah, blah, blah. But then, like, a month later, she's like, I got so sick. <laughs> so maybe it's too much fiber. Too much, yeah. yeah, vegetables. Because a lot of times, vegetables, you have to cook it to break down the fiber. And then also, you have to cook certain things just to get the nutrients out. Like, yeah. you don't get as much nutrients. So you have to be careful about that, probably. Oh, and that's like spinach. When they say spinach, you should eat it with an acid. Yeah, so you absorb the iron, yeah. different things, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. It's all chemistry, which was like, I guess, kind of like the, what was it? The blood type diet. And then there was Mm -hmm. like a macrobiotic diet, which it's like you hear people talking about the macros. I never quite understood that one where they're really like getting down to like the chemical makeup of the food and what you eat and when probably and all that. I know this one too that has the, like the sprouts. Yeah. Then the seeds, because they say that has all the stuff that you need, nutrients you need to grow and, and just uh, the sprouts to be healthy. Huh. Yeah, because it, 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 
The sprouts were like a big thing for a while, like sprouting your own beet sprouts and like all that. Yeah. Eating them. The bean sprouts. But they're tiny, Tiny, like just open, like popped out. But then you that would go along with eggs though too, because they're made to. Yeah. Right. I remember when I was in college, my biology teacher said that an egg was the perfect food, or she thought it was, because it has everything you need. Yeah. But I guess if you're watching your Cholesterol. cholesterol but then i don't even know if that's true anymore right so we don't know i don't they know. keep changing all that my doctor keeps saying cut out the animal products cut out animal products which yeah to me means cheese it's mostly <laughs> cheese is our biggest animal that was the hardest part when we went vegan for a while yeah. yeah. So also, like, just to do a plug for next week's episode, <laughs> we are going to be talking about Thanksgiving, you know, ho- the holiday, but like traditions and different things. And we're going to tell you a story about our vegan Thanksgiving, <laughs> which is quite an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned for that. But anyway, I think that's about all I have. I don't want to list all these different diets that that I had, like the liquid diets and the cabbage soup diet, grapefruit diet. There was like a ton of diets that I came across. Yeah. So. And not to, that's a, the grapefruit diet. You found I found out that that's backed by the um, citrus fruit growers. Right, right. Know? Like, I mean. They came up with the diet. <laughs> It's just like milk, like people stopped drinking milk probably because of the fat when they were going on the fat free. And then they had to have all those milk commercials with all the people with the milk mustaches to get you to drink milk again. And kids, you know, they say kids really, they're always pushing it for kids and they're saying it's not that good for kids either. Well, like. Unless they're for, you know, they're really, they're small and they're growing. They need a lot of extra calories. Yeah. And the milk too, like, um. Junie was anemic, and the doctor said, is she drinking a lot of milk? And I researched that, and I guess when you drink a lot of milk, it kind of leaches the, or blocks the absorption, I forget which, of the iron. So Really? Yeah, so, like, that can be an issue. Could be eating, like, really well, but then too much milk is, and at first I'm like, no, she doesn't really drink that much milk, but then I'm like, well, she eats yogurt and cheese, and she actually was drinking quite a bit of milk, too. So we kind of cut that down, but... I noticed lately she's drinking more again, so, like, we're going to have to watch it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's just so many things that... Oh, remember food... during the fat-free craze? Oh, sorry to interrupt you. Remember the Alestra for oh, the chips? Yeah. And then everybody was, like, not making it to the bathroom with, what like, the... slime <laughs> oozing out their butts? <laughs> I know. Anything. Anything to cut down on stuff that's... Rather than just using our own willpower, we like, want to go... Yeah, don't eat the chips. Oh, yeah, those that was interesting. I I don't even know if those are still available on the market, but I think they I might be. No, I don't know. Haven't I haven't seen, seen any. Yeah, in maybe years. not. They might have just done away with it. I'm sure people like once you have an incident of not making it to the bathroom, oh, you're not buying those anymore. Well, you know the the thing like with all the sugar free products, a lot of those will will give you diarrhea. And... Yeah, and you like as a diabetic, you gotta watch that. You yeah. don't wanna cause another issue yeah so So i've had problems with the you know eating the sugar-free stuff i have to be careful which ones i eat like maybe we should just name this episode the diarrhea (laughs) podcast episode of our podcast this will give you diarrhea all kinds of things will give it to you (laughs) 
either constipation or diarrhea. It's like real poop talk on Cardi Lou. Stuff you wish you never knew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Though, actually, you're better off to know. <laughs> I know, right? Like, don't eat those chips, man. Don't yeah. eat the chips. Don't eat those chips. Or where it depends. Get some adult diapers oh, on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then, so. so yeah. Okay. I think that's about it. That's about it. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah, we don't have to, like... Now that we're going into the on poop talk. <laughs> when it's, uh, yeah, when it's, like, devolved into poop talk. When we get there, yeah, we're just regressing it's it. Time to close it up. <laughs> well, so if you guys want to uh, rate, review, and follow on any of the uh, uh, podcast places that you listen to your podcast, like Apple, iTunes, and Google Podcasts, any of that, I don't even know how they all work because I only use Apple. I, I only listen to their podcasting but i know we're on all of them like everyone we could get on so um that would be really helpful for us and then also you can follow us on social media we're on um, instagram twitter and and uh, facebook for now although all the all the controversy of elon musk buying twitter who knows what what will happen with twitter people are all leaving but i usually just write it out someone they come back people come back but Maybe there's some other social media stuff out there. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> I don't do social media. So <laughs> you can also email us at guardyloupod at gmail.com. So G-A-R-D-Y-L-O-O-P-O-D at gmail.com. And yeah, if you have any like really good, funny uh, Thanksgiving stories that you want us to share on the air, we would love to read them. And uh, share them with people. So, yeah, I think everybody has to have at least one good, ridiculous, probably more than one, probably yeah, story about Thanksgiving. Or like, if you have like a unusual tradition that most people don't have, we'd love to hear about that too. Yeah, or any of the holiday, anything really. You know, just communicate with us. Yeah. We want to hear from yeah. you. All right. So okay. Well, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Got it, Lou!